Mike Keith is with us at the NFL Scouting Combine in downtown Indianapolis. You know him as the voice of the Tennessee Titans going on two decades now, right? Going on Since year when? 25. Holy moly. <laughs> I know, right? You have seen some stuff. I have seen some stuff. How many games do you have you kept track of the number of games you've called and the great moments you've witnessed? Well, I've been lucky enough to witness both great and sad <laughs> uh, and everything in between. Well, I, I think th- if you do it long enough, right? I think that's right. I think it's getting near – it has to be getting near with preseason 500 games, I guess. Wow, man. But uh, yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting ride. I've seen Super Bowl all the way to two and fourteen and back, yeah. and sort of everything in between. And we've we've had a lot of bizarre over the years, which is really good for our business. <laughs> the more bizarre you get, bizarre the, world. The, well, the more interesting the story is. Yeah, and I, and I think you know it, it really started with us. When we became the Titans, our first game at, at what is now known as Nissan Stadium, we beat the Cincinnati Bengals 36-35 to 35, um, with 10 points in the final four minutes. And then that spurred us on to a season where we would end up having the Music City Miracle happen mm-hmm. and then going to the Super Bowl. And um, so, I mean, that, that kind of told the story that it was just going to be <laughs> – you know, Mr. Toad's wild ride, if you will. <laughs> and it has been. It has been, absolutely. And, and the Colts are, you know, in the last four years, talk about bizarre, right? I mean, you've had a coach back out. You've had a quarterback retire and everything kind of in between. There's no doubt about you've that. You've had two quarterbacks retire. <laughs> oh, I forgot. And the Colts are, you know, they've got plenty of storylines uh, to hash out this, this offseason, just like the Titans do as well. How do you surmise this past season for Tennessee? It was a great, great season. You beat the Colts twice. You win the AFC South. The Titans do for the second year in a row. Number one seed in the AFC it was a great year, was it not? It was a good year. Uh, I think the only team that can say they had a great year would be the Rams. But um, how we ended kind of left a sour taste in your mouth for the bizarre way that we had come through a regular season with using 91 players, which was an NFL record, and losing Derrick Henry and having all of these things happen that you're just like, man, can this be going on? And then you get to the end of the season and you somehow win the last game over Houston and you're the number one seed. And all of a sudden you're the healthiest you've been since training camp and Derrick Henry's back. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is win two games at home to go to the Super Bowl. You've already played the Rams in that building earlier this year and you kind of punched him in the nose that Sunday night. So you're going, okay, yeah. uh, we, we can do this. And then, you know, I think there was a sense among all of us that Cincinnati was going to be a very tough matchup for us. It's kind of like basketball. You know, you get some teams you just don't match up with real well. Right. And I think Cincinnati was better on defense than what they were given credit for. And then Joe Burrow is – he's special. And uh, our quarterback had a bad day. And, you know, we had a few other guys not have good days and uh, still were in a position to win the ball game and throw an interception late and get beat. Right. So from that standpoint, um, it's a good year. You know, you win the division, you win several big games, you have some nice moments. But, you know, when you've had six straight winning seasons, you realize that's not going to last forever and you better get over the hump at some point. In that window. In that window. And, And that's what the Titans are still trying to do. 
How do you avoid what is the pulse in Nashville on sports talk radio? You're talking about this team every single day. How do you avoid the natural overreaction? Hey, we got to make changes. I mean, well, you got it. I mean, it's there. But I mean, he just had one bad day, right? He just didn't play well in the playoffs. What I say about, you know, like Tannehill is we don't get the number one seed unless Tannehill makes three or four incredible plays in the fourth quarter of the Houston game. I I mean, he single-handedly kept us alive when we were in the process of blowing a 21-to-nothing halftime lead. And um, you have to remember that. Mm -hmm. You have to remember that you're 32-16. and You have to remember what you went through when you couldn't find a quarterback for 10 years. When the Colts were beating you every year, twice a year, because they had Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, he's 32-16 and as the starter. Mm -hmm. I mean – Yes, he did not play well in the playoff game. But you have, to, you have to take the whole picture. And the stability of actually having someone is so big because when you don't, and we understand that, mm-hmm. when you don't, it's a huge problem. He went from Steve McNair to Vince Young to, um, well, I, I, Matt, Matt Hasselbeck played well for us. He did a nice job. The Jake Locker thing didn't work. A uh, combination of other guys didn't work in the next year, and then Marcus Mariota didn't work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get to that point, and, and you can say why or whatever, but it either works or it doesn't. Ryan Tannehill's working. Yes. He's there every week. He, he, he's got to play better than he did overall in 2021, yes, but he still plays winning football. And that's the part of it that I think that you have to keep in mind – in spite of disappointment, and and that's hard to do. I, I get it because Titans fans want to win the Super Bowl, and they could have won the Super Bowl. You know, there were several – I think there were 12 teams this year that legitimately could have won the Super Bowl, which is crazy. Yeah. But it just shows you where the league is right now. How impressed were you with his ability and he, and he being Ryan Tannehill? What was it, Halloween, the Colts – played the Titans here at Lucas Oil Stadium. Great game. Tennessee wins it in full control of the AFC South. I understand that they got some room for air, so to speak. But everybody thought, all right, without Derrick Henry, this team is going to fall off a cliff. How impressed were you with the Titans' ability to weather that storm? Because it's not as if they stopped playing good teams. They had some really incredible wins against playoff teams. Ryan Tannehill's ability to weather the storm during that stretch of football. Well, he did a nice job. You know, the thing about Ryan, Matt, is Ryan calls a good game at the line. And there's no stat for that. There's no stat for, oh, he yeah, changed. audibling. Right. He yeah. changed the run play from the right to the left, and it worked. Yeah. That part of it is part of that stability that you talk about. This team, you know, they, they got to 8-2 and two, miraculously. Uh, they they won at Los Angeles the Sunday night after what happened here when Derek got hurt, and then they beat New Orleans and they're eight and two, and they're playing Houston. And I told Mark Vandermeer, the voice of the Texans, when they came in, they were one and nine. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, uh, you guys could get this one today. And he's looking at me like you're crazy. I said, this team is out of gas. This team has lived right for long enough, but there have been so many things going wrong. And if you'd have watched the game and not known the records of the two teams, 
you would have thought Houston was the better team that day. It was no upset. Yeah. They beat the Titans flat out. And then the Titans went to New England and just got hammered by a New England team that was clearly in a better position. Well, then the bye came. And the Titans started to get a few guys back and found a way to beat Jacksonville and then lost a game to Pittsburgh they never should have lost. And then, you know, kind of kind of found the way for three straight down the stretch. And, mm-hmm. and it was kind of Tannehill just guiding the ship. And he made some big plays, but, you know, people, again, people forget that. Yeah. You know, people forget that because the painful moment of that last interception stands out more than anything. So what what needs to happen this offseason? What are fans wow. clamoring for? Because, well, as you said, a great, good season, not great season. So what needs to happen in order for that to change? Well, the what needs to happen is they're having to figure out the whole cap thing because the Titans, in having success over six years, have re-signed Kevin Byard and re-signed Taylor Lewan and, you know, done some of the things that you would want to do financially right. to keep the band together. And then they've added pieces. Well, it also means some guys are going to have to depart because you need the money. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think the decisions on who's departing, Matt, will determine what their needs are probably more than anything else. And, you know, we're going to start to know that in the next couple of weeks. Titans need a tight end. They don't have a tight end under contract right now. They need corners. They need receivers. Um, they're probably going to need offensive line based on what the numbers are financially. Mm-hmm. And, and, again, we don't know. And, and all of that won't be done March 16th. They'll make a move, get under the cap for the top 51, and then sit and wait until another move comes along, and they'll say, okay, we want to do this, so we have to do this. I think the Titans are going to be a five-month process. Yep. I think they are going to be a team that that on August 1st, you will know them a lot better than you will even on May 1st mm-hmm. or June 1st because I think they will keep trying to figure out how do we get better at different spots by saying, oh, look, this veteran just became available. He's better than what we have, and he will cost us less. Right. Mm. Yeah, That's what happens in the late summer months. You talk about this six-year window of really good stretch of football for Tennessee. Is it sustainable? Is there any reason to think they, they won't be in the mix to win the AFC South again next season? You never know. You know, 20-plus uh, years have taught me that, you know, the the whole thing that's so disappointing personally about having the team fall short at the end of the season is I'm on the back nine certainly more than I'm on the front nine. Now, I hope it's not 18. I'm hoping it's like 11. But you, you with the with the balance in this league, you just don't know. Sure. You just – I mean, Jacksonville may go 12-5 and five this year and be world champions for all anybody knows. Right. Uh, nobody would have seen Cincinnati as the AFC champion. Nobody picked that. Nobody would have seen that probably even at mid-year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's this league. That's the balance of all of it. And if the Titans could have a couple of breaks and could stay healthy – uh, yeah, I think they can certainly be back in it for another run at a seventh straight winning season. They have a good culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have good defense. Very good culture. Yeah, the head coach is great, and you know there are a lot of there are a lot of good things happening right now. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. But 
you take nothing for granted. No doubt about that. Hey, before I let you go, Danico Autry. What did he mean to the defense? What kind of season do you think he had? He had a fabulous he did. season. He, he did. Had, he's so good. I'm so glad he doesn't play for you anymore. <laughs> I told him that the first time I met him. I said, I'm so glad. I said, I would have paid you $9 million to not play for Indianapolis. <laughs> he tore us up. We never blocked him. It's like, would you think about blocking this guy one time? Never blocked him. Um and then he comes in and plays for us, and there are several just teams. Just as good. Yeah, and, and he's just such a great guy and such a good fit in what we do. And one of the pleasures in our job, Matt, is you meet guys who are real pros, mm-hmm. and they're good guys too, and they've worked hard, and they make a lot of money, and you're happy for them. He's all about football. He's though. all about football. Yeah. That's it. And that's what that's what those guys are, are all about. That's what our head coach is all about, and uh, – we're, we're very fortunate, very, very fortunate to get him to add to Jeffrey Simmons because Jeff Simmons is another guy who's all, beast. About, he's all about football, too. He's an absolute beast. You saw that in that Cincinnati game in the playoffs. Oh, my goodness. That's Mike Keith, voice of the Tennessee Titans. Thanks for stopping by, man. No problem. Appreciate man. you. Good to see you.